Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Chris Castiglione, who is the co-founder of One Month. You can learn more about his company at onemonth.com. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Jen. Great to be here. Yeah, no, I'm very happy to have you here today. Um, I, as I mentioned in the beginning, I mentioned that you're the co-founder. So uh, tell me a little bit about um, your company and, and how did you and, and your partner, I guess, come about to partnering up and, and starting this company one month? Yeah, I was, uh, I always wanted to teach and I always thought coding was a really powerful way to mm-hmm. launch your business, to make creative ideas, to do awesome stuff. Um, but I also thought it was really nerdy and just something that like wasn't <laughs> I was I'd never going to get into. Um, I, I started just making websites for a band that I was in in college. Mm-hmm. I started making websites for friends. I just started doing it, and like I started to see it was just like it was almost an art in itself. It was like creating products and like and and I feel when I met my co-founder Matan, mm-hmm. we both had like a really similar outlook. We we're like this stuff's not actually that hard to learn. I feel Mm -hmm. like all the books and all the classes make it seem harder. Um, And it's really powerful. So like Mm -hmm. maybe we could get together and we made one course. We weren't trying to make a company, but we just put one course out and Mm -hmm. it happened to do really well. And then that kind of like, we got a lot of really great feedback. People were making stuff in our course and we were like, maybe we should make a second course. That was was how it started. Yeah. And then the rest is history. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of hard work and then history. <laughs> so I, you know, I I think for myself, um, like HTML is it just to me. I think about it, it just sounds daunting and intimidating and coding and all of that. And so, what what is the first thing uh, that you would share with your students who want to get into coding, um, or 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 maybe are afraid to get into it because it's just the letters alone? I mean, what does HTML stand for anyway? <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll just first off saying like none of that's even important. I could I could okay. answer that question, of course, you know. Um, but I think what's important is you spend like right now you are on the internet. You are on the mm-hmm. internet a hundred percent of the day, and mm-hmm. you know most of us don't know how the internet works. And right. You're just staring at you're staring at HTML all day. You don't know it, but that's what the web is, right? When you mm-hmm. have everything in the website is HTML and CSS, these two languages, and as soon as you know, just like the first five hours, if, if you, if you're taught it well and you, and you have like a goal, I mean, that's really motivation is what I find is like most people start learning it and they don't know why they're learning it. They're doing it mm-hmm. on code Academy or like some college class that just isn't really like serving them. But if you really can connect it to a vision of what you want to build in the world mm-hmm. and how you want to understand this space that you're in every day, as soon as you learn like five hours, I would say, like, like, you know, some time of HTML and CSS, you can start looking at the web differently. You can, um, I don't know, just like little things from getting around to pop-up ads to being yeah. a little more efficient with your time. Like there's a whole layer that if you can understand what to do with it, it really can really make you more, more productive and, and more 
creative, I think, in what you build and make. Yeah, I think the way that I'm hearing it is that, um, you know, you think about all the tools that you need to paint. And it's like, if you're looking at the paintbrush, you're looking at the colors, like if you're looking at it for what it is, it's like, oh, like, what do I do with that? But if you have this vision of a painting of a picture, then it's so much easier to know how to use those, those tools. And so that's what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. And that, and going even further with that, um, at first, maybe I sit, you know, you sit down and, and we'll say like, Hey, just paint this sunset, you know, paint something simple. This is what Bob Ross was that guy, you know, that guy, yes. <laughs> he would just be like, we're just going to paint a sky. Like, let's just, you know, so I think having guidance of, okay, first just do this. Cause mm-hmm. if I say to you, Jen, I'm like, Hey, what do you want to do? And like, you know, here, then you have all these existential, like, what do I, Oh, what do I, can I do this? It's just like, just paint a sky. <laughs> Right. 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 So first it's like paint a sky. And then from there you get to imagining what you want the sky mm-hmm. to be in your own head and then making it. So yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, it's definitely an artistic process like painting and yeah, I, I think it's powerful. Yeah, it's just like, it's, I just don't have that side of my brain to like understand that. But in the analogy that we put together, I can get it in that context. It's like, okay, like I can't, it's hard for me to look at numbers. It's hard for me to look at codes. But like, yeah, if I think about, if I think about it in the context of painting, then maybe it would make more sense. Um, but to me, it sounds like what you're saying is that it is a lot easier than what people think it is on the surface yeah. of coding. Well, you need to take a course with us. And <laughs> challenge. I, I probably do. I probably do. So let's talk a little bit about uh, one month, Chris. And I'm very yeah. curious, first of all, why is it called one month? Because I believe you can learn anything in one month. I think that's enough time to really dive in. If you put a little bit of time every day, mm-hmm. you have the right tools. Yeah. Um, whether, whether it's... Um, you know, learning the guitar, you could learn to play some guitar songs, uh, whether it's, I don't know, what are some other things, learning tennis, like you could, you know, I think yeah. every skill can be broken down in a way where you can get like 80% of it, like you can get a big bulk of being able to just like do it if you learn the right things in the first uh, first 30 days. And so that mm-hmm. was that was the big idea coming into this because I, I had found that to be true in my life and my, my co-founder had found that to be true in his life as well. And so mm-hmm. we wanted to bring that for technical skills. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No, I think, I think that's really awesome. And I like, I like the idea of, or the, the reason why you named your company one month. It's like, oh, and anyone can learn anything or even just the basics of something totally. in one month and actually, you know, do all right. <laughs> you can make it just totally. fine. I'm curious to learn a little bit more about your courses because you said it started with one course. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it turned into something. And so you're like, okay, let's go ahead and make a second course. So tell tell me a little bit about what these courses are about and what kind of students are typically attracted to these courses? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, we've had a lot of different uh, range of students. We've had about, I think it's about 150,000 students mm-hmm. who have come and taken our courses who have been anywhere from 12 <laughs> is like, oh, wow. one of, like some of the younger students. Yeah, definitely a mm-hmm. good amount of high school students will come. A lot of college students. I'd say the bulk though is this last year of college to about like mid forties tends mm-hmm. to be the bulk because it tends to be people who are either starting their own companies, they're entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and they want the tech skills to feel confident hiring developers and working with developers. Maybe they don't want to become a developer, but they want, they want that knowledge. So entrepreneurs, yeah. uh, career changers, they know that having those skills is going to 
make their resume stand out. Mm -hmm. And then people that are building product, whether it's people that want to become designers or product managers or developers and this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a pretty range. It's a pretty wide range. But you know, what's interesting is um, the past four years, I started, Matan and I, uh, we teach now at Columbia University. Mm -hmm. Um, They reached out to us because they were finding a lot of value in the the skills that we were teaching, Python and Mm -hmm. SQL. Are becoming the new skills of business. There's there's quite a lot of articles, and, and we have we have a bunch that we've written as well about mm-hmm. how business school students and in the business world using these two languages of Python and SQL for data analytics and um, and are just making your business run more effectively mm-hmm. has become important. So so now we have quite a bit of um, people in finance and and uh, MBAs coming to our school as well. Yeah. So uh, Chris, I have in our notes here that you like to um, keep the, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you like to keep the courses affordable. Um, and why is that the case? I mean, it sounds like, I mean, you just told me you've had over 150,000 students. You could easily have increased the price, but why have you chosen to um, make it an affordable annual membership? I think, I think that just comes down to my values and, and what I think is important. Um, I was, I started teaching at a school called General Assembly mm-hmm. uh, back in 2011. Do you know of it? Hmm. it's pretty big now. Um, it's all around the world now, but there were the first one was in New York and I saw it was really powerful. The way that coding was giving, giving people like the ability to level up their career. Like, like hmm. I would just see people get jobs at big companies and yeah. build startups. I, I had some of my students, their startups got acquired by companies and like just really great stuff. And at the same time, I noticed here in New York, it just felt a little bit limiting because a lot of these courses were becoming like $3,000, $10,000. And so yeah. when I started the company, the idea was like, I think that's great that these people who can afford it and happen to be here in New York can, can get this, uh, this, get this high quality education. But what about people who can't afford it or don't live in New York? So right. um, I really kind of wanted to be in, in the middle of not the $10,000, like very expensive kind of even university boot camp kind of level, um, but also higher quality than a lot of the free stuff that was online. So right. that was the idea of keeping it somewhere around like $200, $300 for an annual membership. Is It's mm-hmm. $300 now um, or it's $200 for one course and being able to deliver that high quality. Mm-hmm. to our students. So that's, that's just always been a personal goal of mine, just reaching as many people with a high quality education. It's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I think it really um, equalizes the playing field for people who want to get into coding, yeah. but maybe um, feel intimidated or they feel like they can't because they have to maybe try to get some kind of scholarship to go to a school or they have to have a lot yeah. of money or pull out uh, student loans to be able to do that. And so I think it's um, really incredible that you and your co-founder have decided to uh, put together this very affordable annual membership. I-, I am curious for maybe people that are looking at the price and they're like, oh my gosh, like, like, is that, you know, is it what they say it is? Like, how do you let them know? How do you reassure them that what you're providing is high quality uh, education? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's like a big question we get is what's the difference between us and a lot of other things on the web. And, you know, one of the things that, that we bring is all of our courses. I mean, I created every single one of the courses and I teach most of them. Mm-hmm. And so they're very, they're very curated with that idea of, you have 30 days to complete this. So every week, there's four weeks, you have a project you're going to make. Mm-hmm. And 
you're building up to making that project. During that time, we have a staff of support. So if you have questions, you just leave it below the video. And we have people who are trained on our team to help you out. And you know, by the end of it, you get a certificate, you can share it on LinkedIn. I think there's, I think there's just a lot of, um, I think it's the kind of thing you have to experience for yourself. And then you mm-hmm. see it and you can, it's just, it's a really well thought out um, step-by-step plan to keep mm-hmm. people motivated and to keep them building. And um, in our in our Python course, we have an 80% completion rate. So I know people are liking it. Cause if you sign up and and you join and you pay, people people finish it. So, right, uh, right. so it's been amazing to <laughs> it's been amazing to see that as well. Um, yeah. And we have a three-day, I think it's a three-day money back guarantee. If you don't yeah. you get in there and you're like, nah, this isn't for me, you can just get rid of it. So I think the people that do stick around are really motivated and we get a lot of high quality people coming through the course. Mm-hmm. So. That's really awesome, Chris. I really like that. And I appreciate you elaborating on that and sharing your values as to why it's so important for you to, you know, have it at the price that you have set it. Um, And so anyway, I do want to kind of shift gears here for a little bit, because as you know, uh, as you know, it's, it's not a normal year. 2020 is not a normal year. And so I'm curious to know, um, how has the pandemic and social distancing and um, I mean, I've been hearing I, I, since the start of the pandemic, I've heard a lot of news around New York and I'm constantly checking in with my sister because she's right there in, uh, in New York City. But I, I am curious to know how, um, how has this year impacted uh, your business? Um, at first, uh, you know, cause we do have enterprise clients. We do have some big companies that work with us at first in March, a lot of them kind of paused their contracts mm. understandably, because I don't think anyone knew what was going to happen. Right, um, right. so there was some friction in those first few months because other businesses weren't so sure. I think after the, the government aid came and they started to figure out what had to happen, you know, we were having conversations with them. Um, where now everything is kind of back to normal. So mm-hmm. in that sense, I think we're we're just super lucky because we're providing education and right now people are home looking for something, you know, fun and meaningful to do with their time. And so mm-hmm. uh, in that way, we've had, you know, we've definitely had a surge of students um, over the past few months, especially. Mm-hmm. I think the summer and back to school has been, people want to learn, you know, and, and we're a great place to do that. So it's, yeah, we've been lucky in that respect. Yeah, I mean, I imagine that in this time, uh, you know, knowing that the big tech companies have just like skyrocketed in terms of like their success and everything, um, I think it inspires. I, I imagine it inspires a lot of people to get into tech or at least learn something um, such as coding. And so I, I feel like I, I'm not worried about you guys, you know, because I imagine yeah. that, especially in this time, like my sister right now is actively in school as well because she's, you know, she recently uh, filed for unemployment. And I mean, yeah, she lost her job, but she was she was already expecting that. And she has unemployment. She's like, what else am I going to do? I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to learn a new school a skill and it seems like a lot of people have the space to do that or you know they have yeah. reevaluated um you know maybe their career choice at this point in their life and they want to switch things up and so you know i imagine that is how you've been able to have a surge in students signing up for your courses yeah i mean it's it's great to be here for all these people that are that are coming and um yeah and it's just i mean i have i have a lot of conversations with students and i get to see what they're building so it's cool to see um yeah it, it just feels like people are doing really positive stuff in a time of uncertainty. So I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me, um, 
you know, it sounds like you have an awesome uh, business model and you have had so much, so many students and continue to have so many students uh, go through your program or go through your courses. What would you say is the one thing, one or two up to you that you're most proud of with one month, with one month so far? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, I mean, the first thing that just comes to mind is, is the students because mm. We've just had so many, I mean, we get letters every day, like literally every day from people who just say thank you. And that just Aww. means a lot to us. And I, you know, I don't know if they, they know it as much, but yeah, I think um, we're just always really appreciative when someone, you know, students of ours gets a job, whether it's like we've had students get jobs at Facebook or Google or smaller companies or build mm-hmm. companies. And um yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just, just thinking about that right now. I think there's just so many people who have um, have written us. And I, I just, I mean, what's better than that? You know, like helping someone else out, it just seems pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that, and then I guess, you know, as far as the the business itself, just like, just the team that we've created over the years too, and just being able to work with people who are like really awesome through this pandemic mm-hmm. and being able to like, you know, we, we actually went remote two years ago we had a hmm. big office in new york city but we went remote so that was good timing <laughs> I guess, we kind of prepared for this <laughs> right right um so it's nice to see the same faces and and um and have that culture that we for the past two years remotely have been working on to to kind of keep some i think it's been a it's been a nice thread for me personally to like keep that sanity <laughs> yeah <laughs> throughout, yeah throughout things so yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, I think that in a time like this, um, there's a lot of people who've lost a lot of things. And it sounds like, um, you know, you're able to set up your business remote in the right time uh, so that when everything shifted, uh, everyone was already accustomed to the work from home lifestyle. And and yeah, I think I think even though we're all stuck at home, it's like at least you at least you have that much to um, to have that community, to have that camar- camaraderie with your team members. Totally. Yeah, it's really nice. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else that you want to say about about one month? Anything else that you want us to know about your company? Yeah, um, I think that's it. I think, you know, a, a big question people get is, where do I start? What is HTML? <laughs> like, there's so many things. Um, so I guess maybe I'll just leave a, a, a little lesson at the end, I would say. Um, yeah. There's, there's so many different programming languages, and it can feel like, oh my God, like, ah, right. Like, I don't know where to start. <laughs> like they, they stop talking. They get, I mean, I feel down. that way. <laughs> just the thought right? of it. I'm just right? like, oh my God, lots of letters. Just like, I don't even like... know where to start. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, there tends to be, there tends to be only five that are, I would say the fundamental ones that will <laughs> solve like 99% of anything you need to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, we talked about one HTML. Okay. So HTML and CSS are, the front end, which means everything you see on a website, colors and fonts mm. and, and, and text, that's all these two languages. So that's the best place to start. Um, we have a free seven-day HTML course, which, Jess, I think maybe you should take it. We can talk about it after. <laughs> I we might. follow-up episode. <laughs> Good. Uh, you make a portfolio for Cookie Monster. Oh, I love it. I might send it to my sister too. I might just be like, Hey, like check this out. Cause she was, um, she was talking about her own course and how she had to, she was considering pulling a loan, you know, to go through her schooling. But yeah, you know, I might send this over here over to her and I hope she won't get mad at me for not sharing it sooner. But anyway, go on. (laughs) 
but yeah, so that's so that's a great place to to start um, with uh, HTML and CSS. Kind of making the visuals. You get to play with color. You get to like see things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's three languages which work with data, and those are JavaScript, SQL, and Python. And mm-hmm. those are yeah, those are also really important languages. And I would think that tends to be where people think, oh, this is going to be so hard. But I would I would suggest starting with Python there. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can get the HTML and the CSS, all the visuals down. And then the Python for some of the data stuff. I think everything else just kind of comes together. And uh, but those five languages are, are really what like the fundamentals to to ninety nine percent of anything you need to tackle. So don't get awesome. too distracted with all the other noise. Is my lesson there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And obviously, if people want to learn more and they want to uh, be guided, they could always uh, learn more about you and visit your website at one month. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, uh, hey, Chris, before we go, I do want to just pull out one more piece of advice from you. So to our listeners, uh, to our small business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur, you know, we typically like to bring on at least six-figure business owners on this show. And so for anyone that is maybe there and they're looking for extra tips or they're aspiring to get to that level, uh, what piece of advice or parting piece of advice would you like to share with them? Um, You know, there's so many things. I think... I think one of the things that I see in tech people make a mistake with is making a product that there isn't an audience for. And Mm so I think really, really understanding that you have a problem is like understanding what the problem is that you're trying to solve is really important. And I think one way to do that sometimes is of course, like interviewing people and and talking with people and your friends are going to say like, Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. But, you know, I think you can really study a little bit about the field of UX. There's a book called lean UX. That's really great. There's some really great stuff out there. Mm -hmm. I think really understanding who your user is and maybe even, maybe even finding someone to consult, you know, to like, no, see, there's a, there's a thinking that if you're starting a tech company or starting certain kinds of businesses, you want to be able to scale them and you want to scale the product, not your time. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, but I think at first, actually having some like treating your customers like clients isn't such a bad thing because a you'll get if you can get somebody paying for it day one that's great. Mm-hmm. If you're treating your if you're treating them like clients, you can be checking in with them every week and getting feedback. How's it going? How's it going? And all of this kind of goes into building and iterating on the product over time. So I think there's like in the beginning a lot of people put distance between their customers like oh i have to do my thing and then my customers will buy it but mm. i think the more you could spend time with your customers in the beginning and getting feedback from them and maybe even treating them like clients temporarily while you build your product i think that helps because you don't want to build something that nobody i've built too way too many things that <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever used. promise promise yeah <laughs> not my first thing i ever did so. not promise. your first go around <laughs> awesome yeah. Uh, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this is great. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah. And once again, this is Chris Castiglione. He is the co-founder of One Month and you can learn more about him and his company at onemonth.com. With that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you again in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or 
post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.